Are you ready for this? Hello and welcome to Mac. How we doing, boys and girls? This is the Mac Podcast. Prepare your ears for some gorgeous voices. I'm Chris. I'm here with my friends, Matt and Aaron. And today, we're doing an audiobook special. How are we doing, guys? It's doing well, right. Chris. Thank you. Good. I did write. I did write on the antennae though. Do a sexy voice at the start. What you know? That was a bit insulting, isn't it? That was my sexy <laughs> voice. Oh. And that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they call me Mister Mister Disappointment. Also, is that what they call you? They also call him Mister One Take. <laughs> Only takes one take. One, one, take. one and done. What, what? One take or that's it. I'm not doing any more. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll so use today's that. topic is going to be <laughs> today's topic is going to be, uh, as I said, a bit of an audio audio experience. We're going to try our hand at reading out some fan fiction that we found. We thought the best person to bring on for that would be this long-suffering girl, Kaylee. Um, she's Aaron's partner and carer. Um, and to be honest, doesn't get paid enough for it. Uh, how you doing, Katie? Uh, yeah, I'm all right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're a, you're a bit of a fan of fan fictions, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not much of a reader. I used to be, but then I got frustrated about how the shit they were. And I thought <laughs> I thought I could do better, so I then started writing them. Oh, you did. Oh, there you go. And and are they better? Any, any noticeable works? Well, I mean. The stuff that I want to happen happens, so That's true. I guess it works well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And your, uh, you got um, any preferences for storylines? Uh, usually, hardcore on the more... erotic fiction. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> um, usually, just like a lot of dying and stuff. I just like the mm. more mm. angsty stuff because I'm a bit of a pessimist. So, yeah. Well, you know, write what you love. <laughs> exactly. Pain yeah. and misery. Yeah. And I can sometimes make myself cry by writing it, so that's always really good. <laughs> there is something about dipping into one's emotions like that that's truly empowering and also sad. As you said, she does feel great sadness quite often because she does indeed have to live and put up with me on a constant level, really. On the red. Oh, oh, talking of dealing with your bullshit, uh, what did you get up to today, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> What did I do today? Yeah, uh, what did you do today? What did you do today? Come on. I, I moved a dish and it knocked off one of Kaylee's mugs and it broke her mug. Which oh, that sounds like an accident. Gave her. It really wasn't. Yeah. I was there and I saw it with my eyes <laughs> happening and he flung a bowl off of the drying rack <laughs> in such an aggressive way that it sent a shock wave through the house. The house. <laughs> when I said I broke one mug. Yeah, when when I say I broke one mug, all of the mugs in the house are now broken. It was like an earthquake. To be honest, that's less impressive than yeeting the cat at it. Mm. (laughs) I think I preferred that. I mean, we've not really spoken about the amount of things that I have the capacity to break. We haven't really spoken about the time when I dropped that entire bottle of whiskey on the floor in your house and smashed a clock. Do you know what? I was looking forward to that when that was going to be brought up. I really was. The flying (laughs) clock story. The... Okay, so... Yeah... (laughs) You've got to give you've got to give full context for these things, Aaron. Okay, so our little group here, we um we like playing a little bit of D and D, 
and um, and we were playing one evening, and Aaron decided that the liter bottle of uh, Jack Daniels that he brought round was um, an appropriate amount to drink in less than two hours. To be fair, in my defence, I didn't realise until Matt brought up I had drunk half of that. So, <laughs> so um, and so then, uh... we, we, we then we then promptly removed the remainder of the bottle, and then he stole it back, removed himself from the kitchen, giggled like a schoolgirl in the hallway whilst trying to poke the clock, went to pick up the clock, See, forgot to hold on to the bottle, dropped the bottle, <laughs> then dropped the clock, which then went rolling back into the kitchen like some sort of strange car crash where the wheel goes bouncing <laughs> off down the road. It was like, yeah, it was a comedy, like, cartoon sketch. That's all like, we saw as the clock. And then... Roll, roll, roll. Did he break the clock? <laughs> and it was it was more the fact that both of your cats were just there trying to lick up the uh the alcohol off the floor and I, whilst I'm just stood there in a puddle of whiskey and shame. Urine as well. <laughs> well at that point he drank so much whiskey that it, that was pretty much all he was pissing anyway. Yeah. I fell over pretty on the cool. way home as well. Matt watched Matt watched me fall over on the way home. Outside of Morrison's. Oh, you're right. Salon. Absolutely stuck. It did it. serve me right. I really did absolutely stack it. And then I came home and Kaylee put a plaster on me. Aww. Such a Bless. ridiculous night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, Kaylee. It's alright. I just resent being woken up and at two o'clock in the morning when he's spent ages trying to unlock the door and then eventually stumbling up the stairs and my friend Charlotte was sleeping over that night as well so it probably woke her up and just the sounds of him trying to take off his jeans (laughs) and like the thumps as he was just trying to manoeuvre it was awful you mean peel off his jeans what you peel off your jeans don't you oh yeah I have to have a machine take it off of me like Iron Man's complete suit like it's (laughs) It's like, I have to have a big robot come in and take off my jeans because they're surgically attached to my legs. They are that tight. <laughs> oh, yeah, so um, a lot of death and sadness and crying and very little erotic nature. Uh, that's what I'm getting so far from your stories, Kaylee. But you're um, a certain uh, topics you're a big fan of, aren't you? I did try my hand at The Hobbit, but that was really difficult because I didn't feel like I was good enough and I didn't want to ruin everything i'm happy ruining naruto because it has some flaws more rubbish moments yeah took, took a dive yeah. <laughs> and there's something about describing hobbit's furry feet that just naturally you know leads it into erotica anyways well exactly i mean there is nothing more attractive than yeah just a, a bushy foot there you are going oh yes bilbo lies there dead with his <laughs> long long furry feet god tongue gets tangled in the bristles <laughs> I cry on his I chest and drag drag my face down to them toes this isn't the fanfic guys yet we're not reading it yet this isn't it I just can't help myself you know just... should we just leave you and Chris alone Kaylee just to sort of have your own discussions about this what, about what we would do to Bilbo like... yeah <laughs> Dead or otherwise. Yeah, we'll do it to Bilbo, surely. Bilbo's not very Young or old? Like that's that's the, the question as well. Do you get those little fellas? <laughs> All I heard them was. I said, I said, you don't listen to me. I said, get the little fellas. It was very musical. 
Oh yeah, this is uh, this is only going to go well, isn't it? Um, yeah. As uh, as you were the first and only person to message into the podcast using the appropriate email address, Kaylee, I think it's only fair that you can now ask uh, your question of Matt um, live. So, you got anything you want to ask him about? <laughs> Not really. No, I still haven't actually thought of. No. Okay. Um, well, we'll just we'll just pretend that never happened. Uh, yeah, so we'll just we'll gloss over that, and Aaron yeah. can write can, something down quickly. I have. I can... <laughs> yeah. yeah, hang on. So, Matt, um, after last week's Hello. roaring success, uh, we've asked That's right. um, asked you to come up with another topic about your phone that you could do. And since Kaylee's here live, um, I'm sure she'll enjoy this even more. Yeah, let's uh, let's just um, see what I've prepared here. Obviously, because I prepare every single week. Um, As we all do, yeah. This is all exa- scripted. Exactly. All scripted, which is amazing, really, when you think about it. Is your phone prepared, is it? Um, I've got my phone in front of me. Question? I'm trying to look at it and okay. uh, see what... Uh, so what What phone do you guys have? <laughs> That's all I've got. Let's <laughs> say, I've got one now. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll pretend She's that didn't happen either. Well, let's, 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 let's cut She's that got a much more interesting question than you. <laughs> well, I, pre- no, keep all this in. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Matt. Hello. What is your most used emoji? I believe. Hang on, let me have a look. I think. If you say the aubergine one or the eggplant it's one, not, it's I'm not. Suing it's not. You. It's the wet, wetty one. Oh, the wet, wetty. Wet, wet. The wet, wet, wetty. He's a big fan of the band. Most used. Let's have a look. Might be under frequently used. If you go on like the keyboard, it will tell you. Oh, so whichever one's at the top. Like, uh, yeah, right yeah we like top left corner. <clears throat> uh, birthday cake, apparently. <laughs> birthday cake, apparently. God. I only use it on people's You're birthdays. Sending birthday cakes too. <laughs> must be. I must be well, saying happy birthday to a lot of people. What other emojis is everybody else's top one? Top like, used. My top three. Or... I, my uh, most frequently used. Mine are eyes. Like the eyes looking like left. Uh, it's the like peace sign. And the laughing face emoji. That's what I got. Everybody else has got like... Yeah, so mine is just a nice love heart. And then crying. <laughs> just straight crying. And then laugh crying. Chris? So that says a lot about me. What have you got? Um, apparently the top four are... Well, put it this way. I've only got about a dozen emojis that I've ever used, apparently. <laughs> nice. Um, which doesn't surprise me. Um, the top four are... Heart, smiley face with hearts and eyes, smiley face with hearts around it, and blowing a heart kiss. Oh. Um, One of mine is a ninja. Unfortunately, uh, amongst my top dozen or so emojis, there is an eggplant. Although I don't remember ever using it, so it might have been for a meme. But you're a spammer. (laughs) (laughs) I've got like a bee in mine and a siren. Where did you use those? I I don't know. I think I I used a siren recently, but that was for like an Instagram story. But oh, Wednesday I use it a lot. Oh, here we go. Discord tells me my top one is thumbs up, which sounds about right. Nice. And a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Stone all emails into our joint email address. But that's fine. 
Well, no, because Kaylee's here. That's what you don't understand. Is oh, yeah. That, you know. It's kind of pointless emailing in if she's. Oh, uh, on that note, did you have any more questions to ask Kaylee? Um, no, I don't. But I might write in a complaint email about about this particular one. About the pinhead fiasco. About, about the guest. <laughs> <laughs> Pretentious bitch. Your guest. Your guest sounds like she's got a really small head. <laughs> She said some really horrible things about toe hair. <laughs> Love, pinhead. <laughs> Her head seems to be smaller than mine. I'm the only pinhead that should be around. <laughs> Chris has already got a monopoly on big headness. Massive head. I want to. I want to be special too. What's embarrassing is is that Carlos's head, as a cat, is nearly as big as Kaylee's head as a person. <laughs> A lot smaller than mine. <laughs> Giant melonhead. <laughs> <laughs> it's downstairs now. He's probably like, what the fuck? Mm. Why are they so horrible? <laughs> mm. Mm. It's, it's not good. Oh, um, and the other thing. Um, what, what are we wetting our whistles with this evening? Oh, what are we drinking? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're a bit late into it I've now, got... but let's, let's have a chat about how we are and what's going on. Uh, I've got a toffee apple cider on today. Matthew? Um, got uh, I've got a Pepsi Max, but I've um, I've I've had it all now because he took so long starting today. Ooh, <laughs> bitch! What did you have? Like a three hundred mil can or something? Snaps. No, no, just the oh yeah, the, uh, the three three thirty <laughs> milliliter one can. Oh. No wonder you've yeah, run out. Just then. A classic. Yeah. What were you, mate? What have you got? Which one, Kelly or me? You. Now, I can see what Kaylee's got. Kaylee's sat next to me. Yeah, but we can't. Nothing. We can't see yeah. it. <laughs> she's got. She's got nothing. Yeah, nothing. in answer, yeah, I, I don't have a drink. Ah. Because I have a very small bladder, so I'd need to go to the toilet. <laughs> Probably now, if I had even just a sip of water. You know what they say: small head, small bladder. So it's just a. <laughs> it's a case of you gotta be careful. <laughs> I've got a small bladder too. What's going on here? You got a small. You got a small smather. <laughs> 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 yes. Um, I have uh, Tesco's uh, Zero Cherry Cola Extreme Taste. Oh. It tastes extremely fake. Wow. Is extreme. What it tastes itself. Extreme. It tastes like not actual Pepsi, but close enough. It'll do. It, it's close enough that the 50p I spent on it for two litres is good enough. Just pretty banging. It's quite a lot in it. You know it's extreme because zero is spelt with an X. Wow. I don't, I'm not even sure how that works. It, it does technically work, um, yeah. Xro. It can be a, like a like a z- <laughs> sound, but yeah. you know it works. You know that? Yeah, like xylophone. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, classic. Or xenophobe. Xenophobe. This is why we got Kaylee on this episode today, so she can whack up all the big words. Xenos, the heretic. The guest that we had on last week, Mr. Allen. Um, also asked us to um, a question on our Facebook, which was, uh, who is our favourite waifu? I assume he means anime waifu. I don't think Matt has a waifu. I, I, don't, I haven't anime. watched enough, so I, I can't really answer. What, what are your guys's? Well, what about um, cartoons? Uh, I don't think Matt will want to speak about that. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You, you watch cartoons as a lad. You know what? I like the one from 
that uh, what's it called the saboteur saboteur you're trapped no I don't like her why don't I like her <laughs> what from oh what the hell is that called isn't that the lady from Pip in the Sky or whatever it is Grand Day R- Out no. R.A.P. yeah the lady with the plane yeah, oh, yeah. come fly with me no yeah was it no <laughs> Uh, Come fly with me. Was the oh, one with Little um, Britain, yeah. Williams, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. yeah. Come outside. Does it come outside? That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, the, there's a song. Someone sing it. Anyone know the song? Come outside. Come outside of all of it. <laughs> it's the contraception <laughs> song as well. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Only Kaylee heard my joke then about come outside is a very good contraception song. We heard it. Yeah. Kaylee laughed, so that's all that matters. It's because I have to. <laughs> she has to laugh, or else I start swinging things around the house. Canned laughter. Mugs. Yeah, normally you just start getting louder and louder until someone laughs or cries yeah. or leaves. I guess. <laughs> Luckily, Kaylee normally is one of the few people that can put me in my place and tell me to stop. Yes, which is why I'm quite enjoying having Ron this week because um, <laughs> hopefully they won't be needed, but it, it might. Keeps you in line. Exactly. Mm. Who's your? Uh, who's your? Waifu, Kaylee. Um, or husbandu, I suppose. Husbando. <laughs> well, yeah, he always could be a husbando. Husbando. Si, senorita, I am husbando. Is that a Jamaican accent again? Well, I, I'd like to. Buenos dias. Say my very first one was Double D from Ed, Ed, Neddy. Like, if we're going for, like, animated and cartoons. Double D. Mm. I absolutely adored Double D. Mm. And I'm still not sure. No, Why? it was a hat, wasn't it? Like it was wearing it was it wasn't a hair. It wasn't yeah. hair. It wasn't weird, like joined together, greased back yeah. hair. But then the most long standing and obvious is uh, Sasuke from Naruto, whom all of my fanfics are about. As we sit in a room where there's pictures adorned all <laughs> over the walls, everywhere I look is Sasuke Uchiha. I can only see four. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing out because I've never actually watched Naruto. It's very good. Yeah. I have a habit. Even even though I, I'm aware that there is um, <clears throat> filler, uh, I will not skip it for fear of missing something, even though I know mm. for a fact that there probably isn't anything I'm going to miss. Might be that tiny I'll little still want to. I'll still sit through every episode, and that means that I will lose like a year just watching that. You could read the manga. There's Yeah, that's true. If you read the manga, there's no filler in that. It's all just the raw story. Oh, I do like it raw. Mm, the raw sauce. No ketchup. I don't. I don't know who my um my waifu is. I don't. I don't have like. It's Aaron from uh, Attack on Titan, isn't it? Well, <laughs> as as hot as the name is. Um, I would probably say there's a girl in um, My Hero Academia, which is pretty cute. Uh, Toru. She's cute. Who? The invisible one. The one who likes blood and who likes Deku and who likes... That's not her name. It is. No. Toga. Toga. No, Toru is the invisible one. There's the, there's the other one that's also invisible as well, but then there's Toga as well, yeah. I meant Toga. That's why I was getting confused. But, you know, Toga is the one I like. I would say. Not a big fan of Isn't that the ones mob? with a massive... No. <laughs> not a fan of c- cactuses with, like the or cacti with... No. 
It's like the the Hobbit feet. It's too much for me. What well, even when she goes full? Um... Oh yeah, no, Lilymon is pretty cute. No, I like Lilymon. Yeah, but you got to take the rough with the smooth, man. Literally, in this case. Exactly. That's why I said it. Good lad. Mm. <laughs> I caught on. Yeah, yeah. You're picking up what I'm throwing at you. Well, I um, I, I thought I knew the answer to this. Uh, uh, as Diane from Seven Deadly Sins. Um, and then I thought about it some more, and I realised it's Koro Sensei from Assassination Classroom. We've not watched any of. Them. Oh wait, is that the Octopus Man? The yellow yeah, it's octopus the teacher. It, he's he's awesome. Yeah. I loved him, and that series broke me uh, in ways that lots of other things have not broken me for a while. Which is sad, really, because it's not. It's probably not even that good a series, to be honest. But I mean, if we're punchy. going by that logic, if we're going by that logic, my my wife would be all might because every single time. I watched that series. It just makes me want to curl up in a ball and die. Yeah, it's, it's, up inside it, myself. And it, yeah, I think that it's that core love that really it makes good waifu. I mean, well, no, I suppose waifu materials like I want this as a body pillow to rub up against at night. Eh, yeah, I'd still oh, he pick would be so sensei. comfy. Yeah. He would. Yeah, no, I would. I would very much <laughs> snuggle up against all my. Imagine the size of that pillow would be for a start. How comfy oh. that would be. Oh. And I would imagine he's very warm and very snuggly. No, right. his whole body would be the bed, and then his pecs would be the pillows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Feel like Terry Crews can do like the mu- like the little like the muscle dance. You could have like a massage <laughs> thing, like the chairs, and his pecs do the little dance. Yeah, but knowing your luck, knowing your luck, you'll order a wish all my bed, and it will turn up, and it will be when he's like <laughs> powered <small>. down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the thinnest bed ever. Oh. Full length, really thin. I still wouldn't mind. I'd look Massive headboard. Yeah. Which is strange because Kaylee doesn't have a massive head. Oh, oh leave her alone. God. I can't. There was two. It was two of bullying this podcast and Walk out like a diva. Yeah. I won't, I won't I, mention the head again. I like the fact that I briefly mentioned it once and it was immediately cancelled Chris. And he's done it like half a dozen times now. And it's just like, well, please stop. Yeah, but you felt no... you don't understand. You, she has to live with me, and that I mention the head at least like oh. countless times yeah. a day. I can't, you know. That's not very nice. And you, you guys, you can't, guys can't see Kaylee right now. But when I say her head is small, you know the guy who gets his head blown off in Men in Black and it regrows back. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's like that in the first right. stage where it starts coming back up through the neck. It's all slimy. <laughs> That's what she looks like when she gets out of like, the bath. <laughs> Shampoo on, she goes out of the bath, and it's like, oh no, Kaylee, come on. Oh. And not like um, at the end of Beetlejuice where he gets um, shrunken headed. Chris, can you stop calling it t- like saying that my girlfriend's head is small? I think that's really rude. Oh, fuck it. Cancel Chris, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, cancel Chris, I'm going to start the hashtag. <laughs> Alright, so Chris, what are we gonna be what are we gonna be reading today? What are we you know? Oh, you don't wanna talk about uh Nintendo Direct that came out this week? News. Oh, did you guys actually watch it or was it just me nope. that watched it? Tell, nope, tell us. we were hoping you'd fill us in. Yeah, go go for it. Well Well there's well there wasn't really much in it really. There was Splatoon three. Cool, we'll move on then. There wasn't any Yeah, there wasn't <laughs> there wasn't any Pokemon news. Uh they're releasing Zelda, Skyward Sword. Again. Oh, are they? Um, Mario stuff for Animal oh, yeah. Crossing. Mario stuff for Animal Crossing, which, as spoken last week, which probably make me play another 400-odd hours in it, so, you know. 
means I can set up a pipe from outside of my house directly to my shop so I can go and buy things. Mm. Also, you guys thought that my playtime for Animal Crossing was disgusting. Kaylee's, I can imagine, is probably like five, six hundred hours. Uh, You've played it more than me, so... I it's over 400, but... Mm. Uh, Xenoblade characters are joining Super Smash. Yeah. Um, that's about it really there was, oh there's a really cool game called like Triangle System or something like that which looks like a really cool RPG um, so I'll probably be getting that that was it really there wasn't really anything else announced that was of worth the guy that came on screen for Zelda came up on screen he was like I know you're all thinking I'm here for Breath of the Wild 2 but I'm not here's Skyward Sword and then <laughs> although they have said that Sky, um, Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out um, I know they said that there'll be more news later this year, not that it'll be out this year. So we don't no, know no, what that means. But it is on its way. It's being. It's done. on. It's in development. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Fall Guys is so coming to Switch. Cool. That'd be pretty cool. Oh yeah, that was the only other thing that I was like, that looks really cool. Fall Guys for Switch, so I can start playing that. Plants vs Zombies Battle for Neighborhood Neighborville, which I played the other day on PC, and it's it's all right. You're like, it's all right. It's no bad rats. <laughs> no, no, it's, terrible. it's not that bad. No, <laughs> that game. Oh. <laughs> Never heard of it before. Never heard of it before. Oh, what, what an experience! Though. You haven't played it. No, you should stream it on Twitch. I'd watch that. <sighs> oh, you even have to rebuy it. That, yeah, you gotta buy it again. <laughs> what, if I, what if I have to rebuy, it or I can just. Now like, you just have to re-download it. That would all like, it would be. It'd be like a when you download an app and you re-download it. I assume. Anyway, I can't imagine that Switch is that horrible. <laughs> Switch, Steam. But yeah, that was all the stuff that really came out in the Nintendo Direct. Nothing else really happened this week. There was some Naruto news, but we won't spoil it here. Maybe I'll spoil it next week. You shouldn't spoil it at all. No, I shouldn't, but I probably will. Sent to be honest, time. I'm I'm just bitter about the cover art for this episode. I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to draw Matt because I don't think I didn't think Matt could read. So this will be an interesting. We've got know, a reading age of twelve experience for us. Yeah, <laughs> that's better than last time. <laughs> He's come a long way. Bless his heart. You, you must have read a lot over at Isolation because last time we were talking, you were reading all the Mister Men books and you were struggling with them. Actually, saying that, mate, last time we properly spoke independently you said you were trying to finish some books did you ever actually um do any of those i'm i'm getting close to the end now i think i've got about eight chapters left so which, yeah, which book's that he, uh, that is that's mr tickle <laughs> master and apprentice <laughs> it's not as kinky as it sounds uh it is qui-gon Jin definitely rims obi-wan at one point or another it hasn't, it hasn't happened it has not happened yet he hasn't finished it yet it might happen i have not finished it I'm just stating the facts. He will finish if that comes up. Disco time. Grim. Well, that brings us quite nicely onto the topic of today. We, the fine boys here at Mac Podcast and friend, are going to try and bring you a dramatic reading of some <laughs> fan fiction that Katie brought out for us a title of The Witch, The Wizard, and The Sorcerer. Very good. It's a, it's a good, good, strong title. I like it. Um, do we want to uh, do we want to go through the little details at the beginning, or should we just kick right into some, some reading? Action. 
Maybe to say what it's about, or would you like them to guess what it's about? I think maybe a guess would be better. See if they can get it from our um, <clears throat> accurate I don't think it'll be portrayal. very difficult. To be fair, I don't think it'll be very difficult. The second line in has a very specific name in it, which I feel like, you know, it would probably give <laughs> you'd be it able to guess who it is. Well, when I well, say yeah. that, you'll probably, probably know. Well, you know, you never know. We'll see. We'll I see think what it's more say. fun to piece it together as it goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah. We'll see, uh, yeah, because it's, it's quite an interesting um, idea. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it pans out. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> throat> you can see I was pulling my collar then, like comedy. Like, <clears throat> so, uh, what about aircraft meals? Mm. <clears throat> <clears throat> aircraft meals? Airplane food. <clears throat> <clears throat> That's not what he calls them. <laughs> chapter. Are we going to start from reading the chapter, or or what? Well, uh, that's technically Kaylee's line, so it's her choice whether she does it or not. Can everyone, before we start, just do a very big clear of the throat, everyone, all at the same time? <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Okay. <laughs> I'm awake. Flam all over the flam all over the microphone. Chapter two. One on ones. Images flashed for what felt like an eon. Let Steve know I'm okay said a dark haired man. And tell him to give Sauron hell. All right, Plankton. <laughs> that's, that's the end. I want the Krabby Patty formula. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, fucking Plankton's here. Uh. <clears throat> a green-skinned brute halted a monstrous flying machine with a single punch. Scenes of a blonde-haired guard directing an array of energies through his hammer. Squadrons of warrior maidens upon winged horses, opposed to a goddess with antler-like hair. A mass constellation of stars spun rapidly overhead. Out of the depths of the cosmos spoke a small, still voice. Complete your task! Oleron's eyes sprang open. The shock of being brought back to life saw him gasping for breath. The wisest of the Maya had been returned to this exact place of death, atop Durin's tower located at the summit of Zirak Zigul. Lying on his back, Oleron's senses started returning. The first thing he's, he felt was a blanket wrapped around his new human body. Oleron blinked as his eyes got used to the light. He seemed to be surrounded by a strange glass dome. The unusual shelter protected him from the fierce snowstorm raging outside. I just want to make a northern... Is that wrong? <laughs> no. Easy, friend. Feel... <laughs> <laughs> Especially with that next line. Easy, friend. A woman soothed him. You've had quite the old deal. <laughs> Startled, Oleron's gaze darted in the voice's direction. A bold, middle-aged woman sat close by. She was stirring the contents of a metal pot hanging over a campfire. 
The woman wore a strange yellow robe and even stranger-looking medallion. Oleron's first conscious thought, however, wasn't about the individual taking shelter with him. It was remembering his terrifying cause of death. Balrog! Oleron croaked. The woman possessed a quirky sense of humour. Unlike you, still dead! <laughs> she impishly assured. Oleron was still too dazed to laugh. There were nonetheless signs his concentration was returning. Ooh, ah! Uh... He strained in response. I'm the ancient one. <laughs> the woman preemptively answered. I was asked to look after you up there. Oleron voiced his first coherent thought. Espyune! Oh, Lady Gadriel! The ancient one replied. But we met briefly at her place. The Lady of Light had used her mirror to locate Oleron's body. However, she didn't attempt to recover it, sensing far greater powers at work. Fortunately, her mirror showed Middle-earth had a powerful but benevolent visitor. A visitor also far more enigmatic than the three others Galadriel had recently become acquainted with. You visited Karas Galadhorn? I think I read that right. Is that right? Kadas Galathon. Ah, okay. That's fine then. Carry on. Sorry. Well, you say it again. You visited Karas Galahorn. Oleron's vast memory and knowledge kept coming back to him. Well, she invited me telepathically. The Ancient One confirmed. <laughs> Oleron closely pondered her answer. First, for a fleeting moment, he felt he was close friends with another telepath. His mind became clouded on the topic just as quickly. Second, he couldn't remember the humans entering Karas Galavon before. The corollary being the Ancient One had to be an extraordinary one to be personally visited by Galadriel herself. Did the lady mention anything else? Oleron tried finding out more. A neat cloth-wrapped bundle was on the ground just a few feet away. Apart from the blanket. The Ancient One jutted her chin at it. She asked me to give that to you. Before too long, Oleron was strong enough to get back on his feet. He pulled off his blanket and hobbled over to examine, and examine the bundle's contents. The Ancient One respected his privacy by focusing on the soup she was cooking. The first thing that caught Oleron's attention was how the items were almost uniformly white in colour. This included the intricately smooth staff as well as a scabbard of his old sword, Glamdring. Oleron left those aside for now. He first placed on a spotless robe and boots that had been provided... It was then the Maya discovered the colour white applied more profoundly than just the bundle's contents. Oleron caught a glimpse of his reflection in the surrounding dome. His human body had not just been healed of all wounds sustained against the Balrog. His hair was now white as the snow falling outside. Mithran, dear! He muttered. Pardon? The ancient one overheard. The Grey Pilgrim! Oleron both translated and reflected. That's what they used to call me. Oleron was sure he was known by another name that currently escaped him. Lost in thought, he touched the dome's surface. While it appeared like glass, it certainly didn't feel like it. What manner of sorcery is this? Oleron thought out loud. We're in the mirror dimension. <laughs> the ancient one answered. <laughs> I, I did it to protect us from the elements and unfriendly eyes. <clears throat> Oh my god. I'm getting warm, hang on. 
<laughs> I don't regret this voice. <laughs> Fits very well. You sound like fucking what's her name? For, what's his name? From anyone from Last of Summer Wine. Yeah. Zach Dingle. <laughs> That's it. Oleron sucked in a quiet breath as he made the connection. His companion wasn't just human, but a very powerful sorcerer. It had to be the reason Galadriel had asked her for help. However, this only raised more mystery. As one of the Astari, Oleron had travelled across the breadth of Middle-earth for centuries. He would have at least heard of a magic user called the Ancient One by now. A useful spell! Oleron complimented her skill. The Ancient One softly smiled, recalling the other spells she used to get here. The Sorcerer Supreme used her sling ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did she? Oh, that bloody hell. <laughs> to enter Galadriel's house. <laughs> Aye, I did. The Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> the Sorcerer Supreme used her sling ring to discreetly enter Galadriel's house. Not even Celeborn knew the pair's meeting that lasted just a few minutes. It was though Galadriel felt safe if only she and Oleron knew about the Ancient One. The Sorcerer Supreme had no objections. The masters of the mystic arts always tried keeping a low profile when carrying out their mission. The Ancient One's thoughts ended as Oleron sat next to her by the fire. Oleron was surprised how comfortable the rocky ground felt. He presumed it was another effect of the mirror dimension. Middle-earth's new white wizard was distracted by something he felt within. Oleron placed a gentle hand on his stomach. I feel... Stronger? The Ancient One assumed. Well, yeah. Oleron admitted before his first display of humour began returning. But I was actually going to say hungry. The Ancient One smirked. The soup's ready, then. (laughs) She poured a small bowl of soup from the pot before passing it to Oleron. It's not much, but it's warm. (laughs) He savoured its taste as the Ancient One poured herself one. The wizard had almost forgotten how much food was one of life's great joys in his current form. It's very good! He thanked its cook. Vegetable thukpa. What'd you call me? I called it Vegetable thukpa. The Ancient One informed what the dish was called. It's an old recipe from Earth. Oleron's eyes flashed in recognition. Earth! He exclaimed, I have friends from there! Oh? The Ancient One's interest was picked. Kamataj's records suggested this world had no visitors from Earth prior to the Sorcerer Supreme. Was this the reason for Galadriel's secrecy? They were helping our guest. Oleron recalled, oblivious to his companion's concerned undertone. <laughs> this is totally Aaron. <laughs> Steve and Bruce. Recent memories continued flooding back. I'm also... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's the best story I've ever read. I'm also friends with the God of Thunder. Oleron glanced back proudly at the Ancient One. He has a magic hammer, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny is this story is written exactly like what it would sound like if Eren was actually Gandalf. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if I was Gandalf and I was a pub and I was talking to a mate. It's like, oh yeah, my mate, he has a hammer, you know me. I'm friends with and the Thor. God of Thunder. Yeah, he's got a big magic hammer. And thought he's got a big hammer. It's cool, meow, meow, and it's well good, isn't it? Meow, <laughs> meow. 
The Sorcerer Supreme was outwardly poker-faced. Inwardly, she felt relief. Relief? Phew. Inwardly, she felt relief upon quickly deducing the identities of Gandalf's friends. (laughs) Galadriel certainly had to know that they were here too, as well as her reasons for not asking the Sorcerer Supreme to aid this quest as well. I'd like... Oh, fuck. (coughs) As much as I'd like to... line, Chris. (laughs) Line. (laughs) (laughs) What's my line? As much as I'd like to be... Yes, I've got it, yes. Okay, here we go. As much as I'd like to meet them... The Ancient One referred to the trio of Avengers. I have to leave soon. What's that? Oleron responded in a tone of obvious surprise. The Ancient One's answer hinted at why she had originally travelled to Middle-earth. <laughs> I'm tracking an old enemy. She soberly explained. Fortunately, the world's now safe from him, but many others are still vulnerable. Oleron noted her tone. The Ancient One's tone left no doubt this enemy troubled her. The corollary being her enemy was vastly powerful as well. When? Oleron inquired about her departure. The Ancient One's tone lightened. Tomorrow morning! Right after Goel takes you to the Golden Wood! (laughs) (laughs) So what was that name again, mate? (coughs) I don't know, I was too concentrating on being enlightened. Tomorrow morning, right after... <laughs> I guess that's Guare? Guare? It's like Guai, like Guai here. Guare? Tomorrow morning, right after Guare takes you to Golden Wood. The Wind Lord! Oleron fondly remembered the mightiest of the great eagles. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love him. He's big, big talons. <clears throat> Gladriel will be waiting for you. The Ancient One continued. Along with a special horse, apparently. <laughs> Call your jets. It's just, I can't imagine Gandalf, like, and the Ancient One sat in a room while she makes soup. And Gandalf is the first one to bring up fucking Thor and Iron Man and fucking... It's <laughs> the best bit about this, is well, it? Well, they've probably been making some sweet gans, and then, like... Gandalf's like, oh, yeah. Eagles, yeah. <laughs> The mirror dimension, you know, they just they got the munchies, they're talking about all the trippy shit they've seen. Olorin quickly narrowed down the identity of his likely steed. It had been long since he had last crossed path with the Lord of the Meras. The wizard reverted his attention to his latest friend who helped him through danger. I am much indebted to you, ancient one. Olorin thanked her. Why does it sound like it's in quotation marks when you say ancient one? <laughs> it did sound like that. <laughs> Ancient one. Gandalf's like, you're the fucking ancient one, are you? Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm 5,000 years old. How old can you be? <laughs> ancient one is pretty sus. Oh, you're very welcome. She humbly accepted it before philosophising. Acts of kindness are one of our best defences against evil. That's what I've always believed. Oleron firmly agreed. He paused before making a self-deprecating request. So I hope you can indulge an old man once more. Why are you called the Ancient One? The Sorcerer Supreme softly laughed before replying. Uh, uh, uh. Well, it's not my real name, if that's what you mean. <laughs> I like the fact when you when you used Ancient One in quotation marks, it sounded less like the time you said Ancient One without them. <laughs> I'll try my very best. I'm actually very good at reading. I'm actually an age 12 
to 15 reading, which is better than that. So. You're advanced Biff and Chip level. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually on the twits at the moment. So oh. Can now read stories with minimal pictures. <laughs> There's only like, you know the bits in a book that you, they used to have, where you used to have like loads of pictures all the way through it in the middle? Mm. I'm over them. Good lad, good lad. Right. Oh, yeah, so, Erin, you narrate. <clears throat> Novigrad. Present day. My tones also won't be as nice as Kaylee's were, so you have to bear with me. <laughs> All right. Two years had passed since the climactic battle between the Avengers and Ultron's forces. That battle had killed dozens of Sokovians and in- inflicted hundreds of billions of dollars in damage on their already impoverished nation. Sokovia was also where 117 nations agreed to an international accord aimed at regulating enhanced individuals. The host nation had been one of the most eager signatories. One unforeseen outcome was turning Wanda Maximoff from the national heroine to wanted criminal. While not hostile to the Scarlet Witch, Sokovians nonetheless believed their country could move on without her. They've obviously not not seen WandaVision, have they? So... The bright, sunny morning over Sokovia's capital reflected the moon of its citizenry. The city was abuzz from the noise of countless building and reconstruction projects. A series of tax breaks had attracted an influx of foreign capital and business investment. Ultron's leftover technology had seen Sokovia become home to a burgeoning high-tech industry, best exemplified by the fleet of semi-autonomous robots assisting Sokovian police with law enforcement. Nor was automation the only reason for dramatic seduction. (laughs) 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 Oh dear. I I think it was because I was reading Sokovia and seduction. That adds a whole new tone to that. (laughs) Nor was automation the only reason for the dramatic reduction of Sokovia's crime rate. A stronger and more transparent legal framework had also significantly curtailed the nation's previously endemic levels of corruption and the two individuals Sokovians credited for the dramatic upturn in their national fortunes were about to have a meeting the president of Sokovia was sitting at his desk alone in his office signing some official documents Andre Mustardman Mustardman (laughs) looked every bit his nation's head of state his trim black beard and distinguished features complemented his athletic six foot frame (laughs) that sound hot (laughs) yeah Kaylee's character is well hot. The president's pair of piercing green eyes helped project a national. Oh, why can't I read that line? <laughs> the a naturally pierc- confident aura. That, yeah, I can read it now. It's just I was saying national for some reason. <laughs> national confident aura is that big. The president's pair of piercing green eyes helped project a natural. Oh my god! I can't say, do it. No, just say the word naturally. <laughs> The president's pair of piercing green eyes helped project a nat- naturally confident aura. Those yeah. eyes darted up after he heard a knock on the door. You can keep all of my lines back in, by the way. I'm not fussed. It's funnier. An aide opened to follow Andre's brother in for their scheduled meeting. Pavel was an inch shorter than his older brother. <laughs> Makes all the difference. Pathetic. Yeah, to a woman it does anyway. The other distinguishing feature Pavel possessed was his dark brown eyes. He waited until the door closed so they could speak in private. Your Excellency. Pavel greeted with exaggerated deference. Prime Minister. Andre similarly responded. I'm glad I'm not reading the... this because I'm going to need to like, knock one out to this because 
way you described Kaylee and now that voice, I'm just oof. the sexual, the sexual tension in the room. You, you you can't see her ear. She's put on a whole front. She's put a suit on. Even even his pissed one inch shorter brother's kind of doing it for me. <laughs> the pair knowingly laughed at their sarcastic display of pomp. After a year, you'd think we'd be used to being called that. Pavel mused at their landslide election victory. Speak for yourself, brother. Andre wearingly disagreed. Putting up with Secretary Ross during the accord negotiations entitles us to something. Pavel smirked at the memory. The Ellis administration had wanted to claim as much of Ultron's technology as possible. The official reason was for purposes of safekeeping. Unofficially, it was for the purpose of the newly formed Advanced Threat Containment Unit. Ross went into the Sokovia Accord negotiations confident. Participating nations agreed to banning artificial intelligence without hesitation. However, much to Ross's dismay, the Mustermans convinced the United Nations that all remaining technology should remain in Sokovia. Andre persuasively argued Sokovia deserved some form of reparations from the Avengers, Tony Stark in particular, due to battle damage. In addition, unlike Sokovia, it was still uncertain if the highest levels of the US government had been completely purged of Hydra's influence. The only concession Ross obtained was Sokovia promising not to develop technology for military purposes. It came with stinging reminder delivered in front of the assembled diplomats. Military research couldn't be furthest from Sokovia's mind. Mr. Secretary? Pavel dryly stated... Your biotech force enhancement project remains an object lesson to us all. Scotch? (laughs) Andre interrupted his brother's recollecting. Pavel gave a grateful nod. Andre walked over to a drinks cabinet before pouring a glass for each of them. The pair then sat down on opposite sofas facing each other. They each took a sip before getting down to business. They unzipped their trousers. (laughs) It's brotherly love. How's your project looking? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do that again. Yeah. Bow. So, how's your project looking? Andre asked about their top priority. <laughs> I'll be present. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'll be presenting the final funding bill to Parliament this afternoon. Pavel replied. We're looking at being online in a week. One reason the Mustermans made a potent duo was because of their complementary skills. Andre made an idealistic figurehead and. Orator, where Pavel was adept at wielding political cudgels. Any potential delays? Andre checked to be sure. Maybe one or two questions. Pavel dismissed their small number of political opponents. But nothing that could stop us. We haven't got this far by being complacent. Andre gently reproached in warning. We have a greater advantage than our parliamentary majority. Pavel believed his boldness was justified. Because of us, the whole nation now yearns for greatness. The president reflected Pavel had a point. I read that then, sorry, very quickly. I read that as the president reflected Pavel had a joint. (laughs) Where'd you get that from? Just suddenly that, yeah, man. (laughs) Slips into the mirror dimension. Sorry. It's going so dramatic. (laughs) It's more than a yearning for greatness, brother. Andre both agreed and expanded. (laughs) It's about leading millions to a better world. Flash! Wanda Maximoff stood on Raven Hill summit wearing a flowing white gown. Before her lay an ethereal version of Erebor. The lonely mountain was ebony in colour, while the grass in the valley had a bluish hue. Strangest of all, 
A purple aurora danced across the night sky. The scarlet witch then sensed someone coming alongside her. She was pleasantly surprised by who it was. Durin. Under happily said his name. The dwarf king was fittingly clad in a regal white tunic. He friendlily smiled at Wanda. Take back your homeland! Thorin told her. Oh, it's Kaylee now, sorry. <laughs> yes, this this wall of text. <laughs> <laughs> Thank fuck for that. <laughs> like the mountain of Erebor itself. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. <clears throat> right, we're, we're all going to take little drinks and sit back and enjoy this. Relax. I'm going to take off my drawing glove because my hand is sweating. <laughs> well, you had that know, glove on the whole time. <laughs> I'm underdressed. I haven't got gloves on. <laughs> no, she only had one on. <laughs> I've still not got trousers on. Oh, I've been naked this entire time. Disgusting. Rude. What we didn't know is Kaylee was only wearing the glove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've opened to sat here completely naked, sweating, apart from the one glove. Which only covered two fingers. Hmm. Ease of access. Ooh, saucy. Dirty. <laughs> Wanda woke in her darkened bedroom. She had been having the same and vivid dream for more than a week, and she was no closer to figuring out what had triggered it. Take back your homeland. They were Gandalf's words to Thorin. Those words set in motion the quest to reclaim the lonely mountain from the dragon Smaug. It was a quest the Scarlet Witch unexpectedly joined beyond anything she could have imagined, but a quest aimed at reclaiming her homeland felt even more fanciful. For the first time in centuries, Sokovia was free from both foreign powers and autocratic regimes. Sokovia was also a signatory to the accords that bore its name. The Scarlet Witch was currently a wanted fugitive even in the country of her birth. She and Pietro had fought ceaselessly for Sokovia's freedom well before gaining their powers, now the Accords effectively class Wanda Maximoff as a threat to the freedom of Sokovians. Wanda was more troubled than just the irony, though. <laughs> what? The, some of it has, like, mi- I feel like it has, like... Well, I have it's one just earlier. editing issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not to say that, yeah, but it is. I mean, there are some story errors as well, but yeah. <clears throat> most of it's overlookable. <laughs> Chris is like, I've read through this. The plot holes, <laughs> fuck that. Gandalf meeting and the... Oh. I, I don't have a problem with Gandalf meeting the ancient one. What I have a problem with is him sat there going, "Oh, I once met Iron Man," and <laughs> and uh, we don't know that yet. He well, literally says know. that. Yeah, but well, we know, but we don't know why he knows them. That's what I am interested no, in. No, now. no, I don't. I don't have a problem. But nowhere in the in as far as I'm aware is Gandalf the sort to sit there and go, "Oh, I once once met a god of thunder and he had a big magic hammer." <laughs> A great big thundery hammer. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, carry on. Despite what she... Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Despite what she told Vision, Wanda didn't want people to be afraid of her. Being perceived as a monster invariably cursed Wanda to a lonely existence. Wanda still felt some residual guilt for the for Banner going missing. Not even Ultron wanted to live in his better world alone. Indeed, the only monster Wanda had encountered who preferred solitude was Smaug. On Earth, however, the dragon, for many, was the Scarlet Witch. Wanda released a sigh and tried going back to sleep. She hoped to be next woken by the Wakandan sunrise. 
Fury cut a lonely figure sitting on a bench in the New Avengers facility main courtyard. The facility opened more than a year ago. Initially, Fury found it symbolic of the ongoing evolution of the Avengers initiative. Now it felt like the project's mausoleum. Various support personnel continued carrying out their duties, but there were hardly any Avengers left to support. Banner officially remained missing in action. Thor had sent no word since embarking on his quest to discover more about the Infinity Stones. Sif, by all reports, still resided in Middle-earth. Rogers and his allies, including Romanoff, remained wanted. Their current whereabouts are unknown. Stark spent most of his time with Rhodey's rehabilitation. Even Vision had human-like retreated into his shell. Indeed, since the Avengers' public bitter civil war, there had been no request from the UN to engage the services of those still considered legal. Fury cast his brooding gaze on the white tree in the centre of the courtyard. It had been given to the Avengers as a symbol of their connection to the free peoples of Middle-earth. What the fuck's happened in fucking New York? It's all very cool. Fury remembered what the gifts presenter once told him. You should feel immensely proud of being the one who set the Avengers on this path. As fate would have it, the presenter was now standing alongside him. (laughs) This is going to be a true meeting of minds now. I'm very excited. Director Fury! Gandalf (laughs) respectfully greeted him. Gandalf! (laughs) Fury Fury curtly acknowledged Ultron's rims. (laughs) Spinning rims he had on at the time. Ultron's rims had been modified to act as both communications and transport between Earth and Arda. Vision acted as the interface in facilitating this. Gandalf arrived just minutes ago after the android opened the dimensional portal. However, the purpose of the White Wizards remained unclear. The director of the New Avengers facility thought there could only be one reason. If you want the Avengers' help, Fury somberly warned, you couldn't have come at a worse time. Ah, it's Devonian. It's Devonian. I like that. Are we there? (laughs) The wizard's expression was neutral. I'm actually here for two reasons. Gandalf informed. (laughs) The the Avengers aid ain't one of them. Slightly surprised, Fury asked. Why are you here then? (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect. I love it. The wizard sat next to him. First, I thought you might have liked someone to talk to, Gandalf offered. Fury wasn't sure if it was magic. <laughs> what? <laughs> or love. Gandalf, Gandalf just comes in and is like, I don't know if this is magic. In whoa, 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 it's magic. <laughs> there should be a comma, I think. He stands up with his big wizard staff and his wizard is like, I don't know if this is magic. I don't know. <laughs> Fury wasn't sure if it was magic, but there was something about Gandalf that made you want to confide in him. Did the wizard Did the wizard know about his conversation with Stark at Barton's barn? In this case, Fury felt he was in the billionaire's place. Or maybe a fellow master strategist was simply offering a sympathetic ear. I remember when I started the Avengers initiative. Fury opened with. It's easy bringing people together. Even remarkable ones to face co- the common eminent enemy. Keeping them together in between is what's hard. Fury paused before moving to recent events. Even when they were friends, Cap and Stark still did see die die. Maybe it was only a matter of time before they tore the Avengers apart. Uh, 
sound out from fucking start like Fury. It sounds like two men just in a pub. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what's troubling you the most. Gandalf inferred. The worst part was not being there. Fury referred to his absence at the time. The feeling I could have stopped it from happening. The white wizard considered this a moment before releasing an empathetic sigh. I felt the same upon discovering the fellowship broken my absence. Gandalf revealed. Absence? Fury quizzically challenged. I thought you were dead. <laughs> Gandalf. Gandalf modestly chuckled at being called out on his understatement. Indeed I was, Gandalf conceded. But I was absent nonetheless. (laughs) The wizard's tone again became serious. I thought my presence was that what kept the fellowship together. That was until remembering that there were other forces at work beside the will of evil. The fellowship had to be broken. Otherwise, Frodo never would have completed his task. Gwe here picked up Gandalf, like the Ancient One said. Upon arriving in Lothlorien, Galadriel took him to her private audiences with Frodo and the Rogers. (laughs) (laughs) And one by one, the ring would have destroyed us all. (laughs) Including your three Avengers. I'm starting to feel like the Avengers are in the Fellowship at this point. This is very cool. It wasn't a magic ring that turned the Avengers on each other here. Fury bitterly argued. Just an angry man who knew how to push their buttons. Zemo was both a cunning and resourceful operative. It stuck in Fury's core that a mortal man, nonetheless, had devastated the Avengers far more effectively than supervillains the likes of Loki or Ultron had been able to. And in the end... Gandalf countered in prediction. His efforts at division will fall for the same reasons as the rings. Fury gave him a baffled look. Zemo might now be serving multiple life sentences in, Vien- in a Vienna prison. At his trial, Zemo pleaded guilty, saying that he had achieved what he wanted. Looking around the new Avengers facility, it was hard to disagree. Noting the look on Fury's face, the white wizard shared his reasoning. Going separate paths isn't the same as abandoning one another, Gandalf pointed out. Despite what happened at Amonhen, the Fellowship ultimately remained true to each other. When a great evil returns to this world, I also believe the Avengers will stand at one to meet it. What makes you so sure? Fury had to know. Gandalf gave him a knowing look. As once wise fellow once knew I put it, I did say it did, because we'll need them too. Fury smirked in recognition. It was easy to forget the Avengers were never a seamless team to start with. And yet, despite their conflict over the Sokovia Accords, all of them remained committed to protecting the Earth and its people. Rather than destroying the Avengers, maybe Zemo's plan would ultimately result in the group being rebuilt stronger than before. Fury had read the Scarlet Witch's report about her time in Middle-earth. She said a conversation with Gandalf could rekindle your optimism within minutes. Thanks. An appreciative Fury acknowledged. And if Stark calls me Nick, so can you. Now in my head, all I can imagine is Nick Frost and not Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> go back to London. <laughs> and go back to London and Gandalf's like, it's good seeing you again, Nick. Gandalf took up the offer in farewell. But I'm afraid I must take my leave. Gandalf stood and began walking away. 
with the wizard having turned his back, Fury suddenly remembered something important. What's the second reason you're here? Fury called out after him. Gandalf didn't turn around, nor even break stride. I'm off to see a doctor, he said matter-of-fact. This threw Fury more than anything else Gandalf had said that morning. A doctor? Fury didn't hide his confusion. Yeah. Gandalf's voice started trailing off. His voice is a bit like a dragon's I used to know. Oh my god, is it going to be a Doctor Who crossover as well? Wow. What a good first... Oh god. Doctor Strange love. Wait, which Doctor Who... Oh no, he's talking about Strange, isn't he? Yeah. Because he did smile, can Oh, of course. Smell, yeah. Doctor. Because their voices are the same, aren't they? I like the idea of a Doctor Who crossover now. Benedict Cumberbatch and <laughs> Kaylee's. You didn't see Kaylee's eyes open very widely. They're like, oh my fucking god. Like the eyes emerging. Like... <laughs> that's that's what Strange like, in the Multiverse uh... is all about. It's him accidentally slipping between universes and becoming a dragon for a bit. Mm. That would be so cool. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> I'm more invested in this now than I was beforehand. I want to know why the Avengers were in the Fellowship. Yeah, I, I'm kind of sad that we started in, like, this seems to be the second story. Oh no, maybe it'll go back to flashbacks. It's written by Dr. Manhattan. Well, either way, I'm impressed this is very cool. Oh, we'll to... I've just had a look at some of their other stories. Um, this seems to be a running theme. They've got a bunch of Avengers slash uh, Middle Earth places with such taglines as War rages across the cosmos as Thanos moves to obtain the Infinity Stones. The Avengers, free peoples and guardians of the galaxy unite in a desperate bid to save the universe. Right, I'm sorry, but the free peoples of Middle-earth are no match for guys with guns. <laughs> what well, are you talking well, about? Hang on, hang on Sam with his elven rope could do some major damage. <laughs> Did you not see Legolas slide down those stairs with that? Oh yeah, shield? but he's not... People of Middle Earth. He's special character number three. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. Um, you know, possibly son of a god kind of dealio rather than free peoples. Now Legolas and Thor are definitely busy maze. I bet they kiss. Mm. <laughs> no, I think they'd both be a bit too stuck up to be friends with each other. Possibly. But they could do each other's hair. Oh yeah, they could plait each other's hair. It's a good point. It would have to be end of uh, Return of the King, Legolas and Fat Thor. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the best combination, wouldn't it? Really? Yeah, Le- Legolas yeah. when he's learnt some humidity, and Thor when he's not a prick. When he's hit rock bottom. Yeah. Mm. When everyone's. But that scene where he gets the hammer back, um, right as he's about to fight Thanos at the end of what's the second part called? Endgame. That film. It is yeah. Endgame, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and he gets the hammer, and his armor comes back, and his hair's all plaited. What you didn't see was Legolas getting dragged in by Quicksilver really quickly, doing up his hair, and then fucking <laughs> off again. Speed plat. <laughs> and then shooting Thanos a lot of times, and then leaving. Oh, here we go. Scarlet Witch and the 13 Dwarfs. That's what we're missing. <laughs> oh, God. That sounds like a pawn. Wanda Maximoff unexpectedly finds herself joining the quest of Erebor. How will Middle-earth react to this scantily dressed witch? I mean... <clears throat> React to the Scarlet Witch as a powerful evil rises once more. Well, that was a very, very good. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed that. We'll have to, whenever, whenever, so the plan is, is whenever we read through the fanfic again, is that Kaylee will join us and that will continue this story on because I'm intrigued. I think it's, it was nice as a tester, as a, as a taster in an episode, but I would like um, to do them as sort of like bonus episodes. 
so that if you want to listen, mm. you don't have to listen to all our gump beforehand. And maybe I'll edit this one yeah, down and yeah. put it out as a an individual thing as well. Um, and then if you want a little bonus, or you want a bit of extra, or just some light-hearted readouts, then we'll do that. <clears throat> I'll try to get better at reading in the future. <laughs> so will I. Jesus, I thought my, I thought my, no. You know, if we could up our skills bad. to at least fifteen plus, that'd be great. Okay, I can do. It. I reckon I could get that in about a year or so. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, a couple more episodes and we'll be okay. Mm-hmm. The other thing I'd like to do is some D and D sessions, some R, you know, role playing again as sort of like bonus episodes. Maybe yeah. a little taster in an episode that'd be quite cool. It would be cool. But that'd probably be best when we're able to meet up and All record together. in one room. For sure, we can do the old the old D and D series like we were beforehand again. Yeah, I mean, when I've got time, I might actually cool. finish that story. <laughs> right so what i'm excited for is that chris lost the game last time so now he's made up a new one and he's got a new game and same rules as last time whoever loses has to come up with the next one and if kaylee loses then she gets to choose so chris what's your game i bet you've done it i bet it's going to be amazing it's a it's a true or false fact or fiction kind of dealio it's not particularly exciting but i think that's that's where i you know, have my strengths. Yeah, no, it works. It's fine. Do we have to keep our own scores? No, give me a second. I'll find a pen and paper and I'll keep note of them. Fabulous. Here's like a pen and paper and a true and false quiz on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to note down who who gets what. Cool, right. So this is... Basically, we've all heard about those laws that are definitely true and are, you know... Oh, did you hear that this is still in circulation... It never got redacted, mm. all this sort of shit. So I found some that are some are true, some are false, and I want you to try and guess which way they go. All right? Okay. So, right. Uh, and obviously these are just like the boiled down versions of the law. I'm not going to read you word for word, just the general gist. So are we all ready? Yep. Yark. Aye. Matt. Matt's yeah. On. I'm here. Hello. <laughs> Good. I think your um, audio doesn't kick in for a second on Discord for some reason. So ah, like, okay. we, li- we missed the first word of every sentence you read before. Ah, that's, that's annoying. <laughs> While we chuckled every now and again because it just sounded really weird. That's okay. <laughs> it's all good. I'm sure I better pick it up on the on the recording. First law is it is illegal to be drunk in a pub. It is illegal to be drunk in a pub. True. I think it's true. True. I'll go false. Um, I don't know. It could easily be a trick question. So I'm more leaning towards true, but I'm going to say false. So Matt thinks it's true. Mm-hmm. Katie thinks it's false. And what was yours there, I'm sorry? I also said false. Seems dumb. Section 12 of the Licensing Act of 1872 oh. outlaws every person found drunk in a highway or other public place where a building or not or, or on any licensed premises. Wow, there you go. That was from 1872, so I'm sure they would probably throw that out if you were to really uh, question them about it. Yeah. So this is quite a a famous one. It is illegal to shoot a Welshman... No, sorry. It is legal to shoot a Welshman with a longbow within the walls of York on a Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's got to be true. Yeah, it's true. False. Yeah, it's wrong. (laughs) And the fact it probably never even existed it wasn't even like a sort of thing that they uh, redacted just one of those things that's quite famous it is legal to keep a pigsty on the street in front of your house if you have been awarded the freedom of yeovil 
True. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with true as well. Yeah. True yeah, around? That's a false, just to be different. Okay. You're right. It is false. Uh, as far as we're aware, being awarded the freedom of the Oval does not enable you to keep a sty outside the front of your house. So, oh, gutted. I don't know what that actually awards you, so but only, apparently that's something that's famous. Only Katie got that one right then. Mm-hmm. It is illegal to handle salmon in suspicious circumstances. Like you're gonna slap a man, gonna slap a man in the face with it. That's that's gotta be true. True. Uh, I'll go with false. True. I want to say true. It is true. Uh, the Salmon Act of 1986 specifically wow. forbids handling salmon in a suspicious circumstance. That wasn't that one long yeah, ago. What's suspicious about it? constitutes suspicious? Well, you have to look around before you grab it, then it's probably suspicious. Are you going to fuck it or what? It is illegal for women to wear or own garments with pockets. Wow. I feel like it is illegal because none of my clothes have pockets in them. Uh, I'm going to say false on this one. Oh yeah, I'll have to say. No, I'm gonna say true. I reckon this is a trick question. It is false. Although um, clothing uh, marketers do seem to think that women don't own things, it, there's no legal grounds for it. It is illegal to be in charge of a cow while drunk. <laughs> true. I would say true. That would be contrarian. I would say false. Sorry, Aaron. It's true. <laughs> Oh. The Licensing Act of 1872, which makes it illegal to be drunk while in the charge on any highway or other public place of any carriage, horse, cattle, or steam engine, or of being drunk when in possession <laughs> of a loaded firearm. Steam engine. Yep. I'm just walking your steam engine yes, down the road. Steam engine down the road, <laughs> pulling that world's strongest man trainee, but he's pissed. Oh, this is a truly British one. It is an act of treason to kill a swan. Is See? it treason though, or is it just like? Bad, legally. Bad juju. Yeah, I've heard rumours beforehand that this that, that this is true. I know it's illegal, but I don't know if treason is. I've heard beforehand it's an act of treason, so I'm going to say yeah, true I'm just because. I'll say I'll say true as well. Yeah. Oh, you all think it's true? Yeah, let's go. Oh, no yeah. points there, I'm yeah. afraid. Oh no. Oh, I also found out that it's the Queen owning swans is only true of the Thames. Ah. And it is illegal to kill them, but not treacherous. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so what I was saying was right, and I yeah. just... God damn it. You talked yourself out of it. Now. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is... Oh, oh. I don't know if I should uh, ask you guys this one. I, I thought about it as I was looking at it, and it's, it's kind of uh, a bit Brexity. It is illegal to import <laughs> potatoes into England from Poland. True. True. Damn those Polish people. Is what I would say yeah, if I was a if I was a Brexiteer, but I'm not. So we welcome those Polish potatoes. Yeah, I want those Polish potatoes for my Polish fries, not French fries. Uh, true. What? Yeah, true. <laughs> so, Aaron, a true all across the board, or I believe so. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're all right. Booyah. Basically, it was response <laughs> to a 2004 order. Which basically made it illegal for someone to import England, import into England potatoes which he knows to be or has reasonable cause to suspect to be Polish potatoes. Wow! Basically, it was a bunch of rot was coming from Polish potatoes and infecting everyone, everyone else's potatoes. So they said, uh, "Yeah, let's not just not get them from there." Oh, oh. here goes a couple more. Uh, is it illegal for MPs to wear armour in Parliament? <laughs> illegal. <laughs> False. Yes. False. False. I- uh, all in. Nah, false. True. All in. 
I'd love to see like <laughs> Boris up with their like breastplates. And <laughs> yeah, Chris Whitty walks in with a full armor. Well, he's not a member of Parliament. Is he not? No, he's just an advisor. Like, isn't he? Oh, I thought he was. I think he's an MP. That's something new every day. But either way, <clears throat> the Act of thirteen thirteen says that in all Parliament, tertiaries, and other assemblies which should be made in the realm of England forever, that every man shall come without all force and armour. Wow. <laughs> Do you know what? I willed that into existence. I wanted that to be true so bad. Well, so it is illegal. Oh, true. Of course, because you wouldn't want everyone rocking up in their armour to then have a fight in Parliament. <laughs> oh. Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> have thought about it. Walks in and just fucking uppercuts a man. Or a metal glaive. is a bonk. What that means is that it's not just illegal for MPs. Everyone in Parliament is not allowed mm. to come armed. So actually, you're right. Chris Whitty wouldn't be able to come armed. Yeah, because he was in there, in the building, as it were. It is illegal to stand within 100 yards of the monarch with no socks on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to say true because that would just be hilarious. It seems a bit trivial for me. I'm going false. false. Two trues and a false. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I said false. No, no two, two, two false is true. true. Yeah. Oh, who else said false? I said false. Me and Matt said false. You and Matt, oh, sorry. This comes from a story about the royal wedding where a bunch of people were arrested barefoot. The reason they were arrested was because they were all part of a money laundering ring and were caught at the royal wedding, not because they weren't wearing socks. Ah. <laughs> oh, it so just so it happened that they were all false? not wearing socks and got arrested. So it is false, or it's true. It's false. Right? It's false. Yeah. It's false. Yeah. It's not illegal. <clears throat> so, scores on the doors. Surprisingly, to no one, I'm sure, Kerry and Aaron are tied on three points. And oh. Matt is on a whopping eight out of ten. Boom. Well done, my friend. Jesus, Matt. You got that Did pretty it. good. So, does that mean that Kaylee can choose who does the quiz then? So, she, by theory, she could just choose Matt to lose. To, to do the quiz next time. Shall I find some sort of tiebreaker question? Just do rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> we'll do, okay, we'll do, rock, we'll do rock, paper, scissors in the room we are right now. Me versus Kaylee. Okay. Rock, paper, paper scissors. scissors. Right. Uh, Smash. Erin, <laughs> no, if you could just say what you got now, and then Kaylee, if you could say what you got afterwards. Um, obviously, we weren't no, going to verify it, so. <laughs> we, we did it. We know, we know who lost, and it was me. I got I got scissors. She went rock. Oh. It was neck and neck up until the point where we chose rock and scissors. At the uh, point where I was too lazy to open my fist. Yeah. <laughs> Good old rock. Rock never loses. That's my um. That's my tactic for rock paper scissors. <laughs> Just punch them in the head. <laughs> rock paper scissors knockout. Okay, I'll come up with a game much similar to last time. We'll get Matt out. I'll catch him out. Don't don't you worry. One day, not this day, but one day. Yeah, one day soon. <laughs> Who would you have picked if you'd won, Kaylee? Oh, I don't know. Probably we, Aaron. We never <laughs> will. <laughs> so either way. Either way, it probably would have been me. Or you'd just be really contrary and pick me. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, have yeah, another go, Chris. True. That was shit. <laughs> yeah. No, that was good. A lot of them caught me out then. That was a good one. No, it was interesting. I did enjoy it. Shall we close out? I think so. This fine day? It's been quite fun, hasn't it? It's been a yeah, good one. Good. There's definitely a change of pace going on that one. Looking forward to seeing how it pans out. 
Next week I'll go back to absolute chaos, I'm sure. Oh god, I've got two hours of footage to sit through. I know, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, that's alright. It'll, be, it'll be fine. I mean, bear in mind, 18 minutes of that one at the start will be immediately cut, so really oh. it's like... Yeah, but i got to go through that story and <laughs> yeah, all, all my fu- all all the fuck breaks up. and pauses. <laughs> I should have done a scream every time I messed up, so oh! I knew where to... <laughs> yeah, clap. <laughs> oh, wow. No, because all the way through, we've just been like... Alright, calm down. <laughs> you can do it, Chris. No, for like all of us, like... Well, to be fair, I'm going to. I I usually sit down and listen to the whole thing in ages to make sure there isn't anything that I I do need to cut out. So it's not the end of the like that racist argument Matt went on. Oh, yeah, through that, that is story that has never seen the light of day. Do you know what, I, can't, I need to blackmail I, Matt? I can't believe he said it. I didn't even know that many words existed to describe those sorts well, of people. Well, yeah, and I mean that's why he's been so quiet at this time is because we had a right go in. That's no, I just can't believe it. I can't believe I learnt so much. Slander today. Slander. So we're going to be rebranded now as CAC. CAC. K-A-C. Yeah, that's much K-A-C better. and friends. K-A-C and CAC. friends. Well, I'll scribble Matt out on the logo. <laughs> to, to be honest, CAC describes this podcast a lot better than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, well, enough self-deprecation. Let's sign off. Indeed. It's been very nice talking to everyone. I hope you enjoyed our little story. And you'll hear much more, I'm sure. We'll get more stories like this if you enjoyed it. But otherwise, would, would Kaylee like to plug? Oh yeah, Kaylee, what's your Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is underscore pip underscore art, where I draw fan art of Sasuke, pretty much <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I don't know. Some of your Pokemon ones have been excellent. Mm. Yeah, but they are so old; they look hideous now. And that one of Bilbo's feet. Ah, oh. uh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, good times. I've, I've got that saved on my phone, to be honest. It's, it's a no, screensaver on everything. That's the picture of my feet you've got as your wallpaper in it, Chris. Yeah, sorry, mate. You've, you've been superseded. Well, joke's on you because the reference she used for those feet well, the are joke, actually mine. It's actually my feet because oh. I have to shave my feet anyway, so it doesn't let my feet hair grow out. Oh, That's God. Oh, now I'm thinking about you in a suit being a president, El Presidente with your slightly shorter drunk brother and your huge hairy feet out I know, I'm just yeah we're going to have to sign this off soon yeah let's sign off let's sign off now yeah, yeah it's got to be have, done. A, have a very pleasant day everyone thank you for listening thank come you. join us come join us on our Twitter Instagram Facebook I mean if you're listening to this you've probably found us on there anyway because we've been plugging it so much um, I doubt anyone's drifted to this podcast um, accidentally and if you have I'm deeply Deeply sorry. And I I'm hope not. you have a better day. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>